Yeah, we come to snuff the rooster. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's the Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Dan. Josh. Ryan here. Oh, uh, we are for the first time doing our podcast remotely because we just found out that Josh has rabies and his dick's going to fall off. So we didn't want our dicks to fall off. So here we are in our own basements. Even if my dick falls off, it's bigger than yours. <laughs> I wonder if your if your dick fell off when it hit the floor. If it go like thunk, it would go like Doom. yeah. It would, it would be thunderous for sure. Thunderous. You'd see the water in the cup holder in the car have a little ripple in it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're we're recording. We're doing the old Zoom thing today, recording remotely, just because shit's the fucking apocalypse is spiking everywhere. So we figured we'd give this a try this week and see how how it goes and. Here we are, dudes. I've actually today decided I'm a recluse, so you'll never see me again. Ooh, nice. Your dick Good. is a brown recluse. I can see you right now, cuz. But, you know, like, not in person. I'll be at the bar later <laughs> if you want to see me. So I you, have to, you have to break into my house, uh, Ocean's 12 style. You remember that time that Ab and I uh, broke into your front yard and hung that sink from your tree <laughs> yeah and you remember you remember i came i came out and you guys were bummed that i wasn't like mad or anything I yeah. remember you no guys that was a different time oh, no that was, was a, a totally different time oh yeah, yeah yeah i don't know what we were doing that time but this is we ripped a sink was that out of i guess out of my house right somewhere like yeah okay we were like we just bought houses. We were like, you were all like, like twenty three, but like twelve. <laughs> we were like twenty three, but like seven. Uh, yeah, we were like just rem- helping each other like remodel houses and doing shit. And like, I ripped a sink out, and it was two thirty in the morning. We're like, we should drive to Josh's house and hang it from his tree in his front yard. It's like three hundred pound sink. We hung it up, and you didn't say anything for fucking months. I did that on purpose. Months. On purpose. You didn't say anything for months, and like. I was like, is he embarrassed? Like, what's going on here? And after like six months, we finally told you. Yeah. And well, then another time you guys did something where like I came outside and like snuck around the other side of the house (laughs) and did something. And I remember you guys walking away. I heard you guys walking away going, man, you didn't even get like mad or anything. (laughs) Like you were like bummed that there was no reaction. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we, yeah, we were like filming. Yeah, just our DVD, and we'd get like we'd get like all this energy at like two in the morning, and we'd just be like, oh, "Let's go, to, let's go fuck with Josh Weiss," because he went to bed at like nine fifteen p.m. We nah, should go fuck with him. Not in those days. That was yeah, when, that was funny. when we were home, and Christy went to bed, and I just stayed up all night. Yeah, and then she'd call me at like eight thirty in the morning the next day while I was sleeping. Well, <laughs> well I'm up, so like you should be up. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. Moral of the story is, even off tour, we were like, "Yeah, we got to do something to Josh." <laughs> <laughs> God, it's so dumb. Yeah. Ah, uh, Dan, what are you doing over there? Nothing. He's, Tell a joke. He's like sitting squ- in my basement well, uh, by myself. Like, like it's like your computer screen's too bright. You're squinting real hard. <laughs> you look like you're I know, fucking like, tan. <laughs> I can he's fix all, that. Watch. He's all lean back. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Now you look yeah, naturally yeah, Italian tan. Yeah, you looked like you had one of those like tanning lamps set up. <laughs> yeah. It was really funny. Like the uh, uh, the metal thing that goes up around your chin, like in the '60s. When I work on music, I sit here in the dark, and you guys know it's very dark down here. But my screen's so bright, and that's the only light in the room, so I'm used to it. Does anybody else have a double screen? Uh, used to. I don't anymore. Oh, uh, it's the best because like you can do these zooms where I can see everybody, but then the person who's talking comes on the big screen. Mm. I still have two mon- monitors um, in my basement where I record, but. They're like, I, 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 every time I film a video or like even something from my Instagram stories, I have, I feel this like tinge of embarrassment that some like f- 
anyone that knows anything about tech would look at that and go, dude, those mo- these monitors are from 2005. <laughs> they're they're those Samsung ones. Yeah. Or no, are they Samsung or what are they? I don't even know. LG. They old. <laughs> yeah, they're old as fuck and they're small and uh but you know what? They get the job done. And that's all that matters. Hey, look at look at look at yourself on mine though. Oh damn, you're set up. Oh dang, it's this is like Inception. You know what you should do since you're a handy person is put like fucking wood trim on them or something, make them look like they're really old. So it's like, oh, look at my handiwork instead of look at my old shit. I took these old tube TVs and I made some monitors. They're so old now that I almost feel like kind of a s- sense of pride just about how ghetto my whole setup is that now it's like it's getting to the point where now I'm just fucking proud of it. You know? Well done. Hey, if you ever... If you ever ask me to print anything again, I'm going to tell you, yeah, I see that Canon printer behind you. Yeah, dude, see that little MG2520, whatever, thing's like 32 bucks. TK421. You know how I live, Scoops. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, you know what isn't low-tech and old and fucked up is the fucking sweet production setup we had in our live streams that we're going to have again this weekend. Uh, That's a fact. Dude, you know what's the dopest shit in the entire world? Our live streams. Reese's peanut butter cups, for sure. <laughs> like, I've been just kind of volunteering to do interviews for this stuff, you know? And just explaining kind of like our mindset behind it, how, you know, this fucking world is a bummer right now, dude. There's no way around it. Yep. And our kind of mindset of just showing like an empty venue, like kind of adds to that in a way. It like almost makes it worse. Like if we were to do this at like a rock venue with like no crowd... And just like us kind of standing on stage, looking at our shoelaces and stuff. Like, I feel like it would almost be worse to do that. Like, not to disparage any bands that have done that or like, not like just for me, there's just something about like an empty venue that just almost makes it worse to me, like to just my personal opinion. And so it's like, like, it's like watching a TV show that now also has episodes about COVID. It's like, man, I want to get away from this shit. Yeah. So I like how we kind of built this whole live stream experience like it's all we treated it like a really long music video with like fast cuts and cool lighting and just the production value that we brought to it like it's one of the things that i can say like we've talked about this before we've fucked up so much shit made so many dumbass decisions so many no, like no 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 we haven't <laughs> <laughs> so much shit that's like you 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 going into it you're like okay we're gonna fucking murder this and then it's just kind of like ah 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 this is one of those rare occasions where I feel like we fucking murdered it, you know? Yeah, I feel really good. I murdered it. I don't know about you guys. Just look well, at it. Well, I think we'll suck on Page Avenue because we don't know those songs. We haven't known them very long. So. <laughs> I murdered it like murder hornets. Like murder hornets. You bit a bee's head off. Just watching watching it, like, uh, I, like I didn't know if I'd watch them at first because it's just like, again, we talked about this a bunch, but like live recordings are brutal, man. And I was, I was just on the, it's like, even with this podcast, I was like, fuck, I don't, I hate the sound of my voice. I don't think I can listen to myself talk. And then I listened to the first one. I was like, uh, I was kind of anxious about it. Imagine being us. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this podcast is fucking great. Same thing with those streams. I'm like super, super proud of it. Everyone killed it. Like you guys all killed it. Jordan killed it. Camera crew killed it. Everyone killed it. It's fucking great. So we got one more to do. And, um, it's like, I'm almost bummed it's over. And that's it. Then we're dead. Like, I like having something on the horizon. I like to always have something on the calendar, something to focus on. And with fucking dumbass COVID, it's just like, you know, can't tour. Thanksgiving's coming up. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> you can eat a bunch and gain some weight. <laughs> eat some pie. Feel bad about yourself. It's I, great. I, I, okay, so like every year for the last like 15 years, I talked to Ryan after Thanksgiving and he talks about all the food he ate. Yeah. You know, Ryan's all like fitness savvy, but he's like, yeah. dude, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Oh, it's I my ate favorite. all the food. But what I do, what I've done the last two, maybe three Thanksgivings is I, um, I fast all day long. So I only eat at nighttime. That's it. That's my way of like, you know, the gluttony. I, well, cause you know, Hey, I've, I come from a split family. You know what I'm saying? Cause I come from a different background than everybody else. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, Excuse it me. was your fault. Your parents' divorce was your fault. <laughs> yes. It was. But anyway, so I go to like four different Thanksgivings and I eat all the food and I'm so fat afterwards, but it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I go to four. I go to five. Dude, that, that fasting thing, uh, I'm going to try that because you know, how you know, your stomach kind of shrinks and shit. That's probably good because <laughs> I, I feel like I just eat all day, like a little bit at a time. And my stomach's just stretching out. So by the time it's dinner time, I have like a three times capacity stomach and I fuck myself up even more. Nah, it's great. <laughs> I do like a, I, oh God, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But like every like maybe two weeks or whatever, I do like a full, like I do a, a version of intermittent fasting every day. But then like once every two weeks, so I do like almost like a full 24 hour one. It like purges precancerous cells out of your body and like cleans up junk DNA and shit. Like you should Google it. It's all kinds is that what, of. Is that what Joe Rogan told you? No, that's what years of fucking research. Research, yeah. What it, does it help if you eat your own poop? Because I I'm, I've been trying that and I don't know. <laughs> hey, dogs do it. So it's a good, it's a good way to yeah. evacuate what's inside of you. I think. Oh, uh, dude, nah, dude, yeah. I love Thanksgiving. I'm uh, yeah, that's my favorite. We're going down to my grandpa's this year. Peepaw. Josh's dad has COVID. Did your grandpa have it too? He did have it. Your dad oh. has it. <laughs> my dad had it. He doesn't have it anymore. He's he's negative now. Who doesn't? Eh. My dad went to the hospital for like two days, and he they did? sent him home. Yeah, he, went, he sent him home with a bunch of oxygen and stuff. Like, whoa. Yeah. Did they give him oxycotton too? That'd be cool. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but he's got like oxygen. I thought that's tanks what you're gonna stuff. say. Is I he like? Is he good? I haven't talked to him because my sister's been dealing with it. But he uh, apparently he's a lot better. Um, oh, I tried good. calling him today, but I think he was at a doctor's appointment. So I don't know. Um, He's still but, mad that you that you made him get a divorce. Just for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry for joking about that. That sucks. I hope he's good. Did he figure out how to like put a valve in his oxygen thing so he could put a cigarette in it? I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I th- I, as far as I know, he, he's okay. Uh, I, I just don't know if he's going to be one of those like long time COVID people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah that, that's that's the fucking scariest part, dude. Is we still don't know that much about it but what we do know is there's some like long-term shits that's starting some shits that's starting yeah. to pop up like uh like take a lot of shits afterwards yeah like some chronic um lung conditions and all kinds of stuff that i'm not trying to fuck with i'm banking on my blood type <laughs> are you typo negative <laughs> I'm, I, I'm either do you have a chain guitar strap hey which one which <laughs> o is it that you can where you can receive any blood. Is that negative or positive? I have no yeah, idea. No, I don't no. know what my blood type is. I'm whatever that one is. Josh is a catcher. You don't know your blood type? I don't know. I don't. It's O. I don't. <laughs> it's O, but I, don't, I, I get, sometimes I forget if it's O positive or negative. Christy knows. My I have no fa- clue what my blood type is. My mom, yeah, Christy's my sister, a catcher too. Yeah. My, mo- <laughs> my mom, Sarah, my sister, uh, my sister is Sarah. Uh, <laughs> both my kids and Christy were all O. So I don't, but I don't know. I haven't been to the doctor since the nineties. Yeah, they all make the same O face. Hey, inv- invincible. <laughs> I'm type I, invincible. Hey, but I think pops is like AB or something. So 
Yeah, Dan, Dan. Like in Sajay? I want to I want to <laughs> rewind eight seconds. You know how Dan, uh, you said you haven't been the doctor since the 90s? Yeah, like literally. <laughs> that, yeah, that was me until like... Uh, well, other than I, having I've children, been, but I wasn't there, I, but I've been to the hospital. Yeah, I went for a physical and one other thing, and that was the first time since I was had a children's doctor, mm. like since I was like 11. Hey, I still have my, my same doctor from when I was a kid. Really? I'm, I'm like, what's his name in the, uh, what's that movie where he goes to his pediatrician? Oh, he's like, it's a nice dick, Peter. It's a great dick. <laughs> yeah. He's a, but he's a family doctor. My mom still yeah. goes to him. Oh, so he's not only really? a pediatrician. Okay. No, he's Although, not just a pediatrician. I just but turned it, 40. <laughs> but uh, when do you, when are you supposed to get your butthole checked? Is that in your 40s? Yes. Dude, I think that's 50. Is it 50? I, it's been pushed back, yeah. I might have to go start getting have, fingered or whatever. I have to, then, I have to again, I got it done when I was 30 because my dad and my grandpa have prostate cancer. Because you just wanted to try oh, new geez. stuff. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> Hold were, on, Scoob, you've done it? Yeah, I did it once. Oh, how was it? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it was, did he look you in the doctor, eye? My doctor's real funny. He goes, all right, well, this is going to be me and your least favorite part of our day. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Dude, when I, when I go to do it, I'm going to put, like, I'm going to put a couple things in my butt. <laughs> Like a car and a condom? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, it, yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, it was, I did it when I was like 30, and he was like, you're a little early for this, but because of your dad and your grandpa, like, we could, I guess we can. <laughs> remember yes, when we, uh, yes, we can. been in a butthole today, so let's check it out. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking yeah, of buttholes, like, sorry, I was going to change the subject. Go ahead. No, no, you should change the subject immediately, because I was going to say something that <laughs> was real bad. Go ahead. Probably about my mom again. Cool. Nope, I'm over it. <laughs> she's not speaking of buttholes and eating too much food so jill and i got there was a there was like she was you know we got like a doordash coupon or whatever so last night we ordered way fucking too much food we got a bunch What'd of indian order? food it was uh ranoush in the loop a bunch of indian food falafel just like baba ganoush baba ganoush a whole bunch of stuff and i like really overate like like i would if i was high but i wasn't high like to the point where like there was still stuff on the counter as I was walking by and I was like in physical pain already. I was like, oh man, I want some more of those fries. And I ate, you know how you get to the point where like you just have to like lay a certain way and you're trying to find a way to lay and you can't and it just all hurts. I don't know if you've done that if you're not high, but I did that last night and I had to go to bed because I was like in so much physical pain from eating too much. And this morning I woke up and the only text on my phone that I saw when I picked it up was from my wife that said, Remind me to tell you about the fart. Oh. And she said, I farted more last night than I have in our entire relationship put together. <laughs> nice. And then at one point, she woke up from one of my farts. Oh, I've done that. Because it was so loud. And then it was still going. She started counting. And from the time she started counting, she counted eight seconds. And wow. had her phone out and was like about ready to start recording it because it, it was like that long and uh grady style yeah like some shit from a movie and i have no memory of it i just uh, christy's in my christy's sleep. told me before where i've woken her up because of the smell <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, get, I get pizza hangovers now like i'll eat till i'm uncomfortably full like that usually when i'm hungover like for real hungover but then the next day i still am hungover but from pizza like, yeah I, dude like i wake up and i'm all like oh i'm not like physically hungover but like feel all weird. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I get so food pizza. hangovers. I get food hangovers from pizza for sure. Yeah, it's weird. But it's my favorite food. So. I get food I hangovers know. from Chick-fil-A. It's all the hate in their products. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that Jesus cleansing you out, bro. <laughs> like I'll, I'll eat just a regular meal, and then like 15 minutes later, I'm like, 
what the fuck? I can't fuck with any of <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, there's certain like Chinese food, like a lot of different Chinese or Asian kind of foods will do that. I guess it's the whatever that shit is, the MSG. And all um, the rice and shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I guess MSG is like a thing that Not is in, in some foods, but uh, but yeah, it, it really affects me because that shit it makes me feel weird sometimes. MSG is delicious. It's yeah, really I, it's it's a lot of uh sodium and shit, right? So that probably fucks you up. Yeah, that's probably what it is. I hope all of our listeners really enjoy our talks <laughs> on our, our dietary issues. Real Let's tell you about our diets. Hey, so today I rehearsed Page Avenue, rehearsed the fuck out of it. And I'm going to tell you right now, Divide and Conquer is my favorite song to play on the album. Man, it's so fun. I said this on the first two live streams during the show about like some of these songs. Like, fuck, why don't we play these? Divide and Conquer, why don't we play that? It is I mean, awesome. I guess we, we had so it. many other heavy songs that, that they just kind of displaced it. But man, I want to bring it back. Yeah. That and Dive Right In are my two favorites, I believe. Yeah. Same. Yeah, Dive, dive, dive right, right In is in. my favorite for sure. Yep. Remember how we used to use... It, we used to do those back to back. Hey, we used, like to, every, used to do it. <laughs> like used second to, and third to, in the set. After, we, used to do, we would do Hero yeah. into Dive Right In into Divide and Conquer. Or yes. The that other sounds two, right. But yeah, those were the first three always. Yep. On Live mm-hmm. in the Loop probably, right? Yep. I wanted, yep. To, I wanted to do this live stream set like that. Yeah, we talked about if we should do it in order or yeah, do it. You guys told me to kick like rocks apparently. So. <laughs> no, I was about it. Rhythm section was like, let's do that. Yeah, the important people denied you. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> We said, cool story, <laughs> dickface. Hey, next time I won't show up and see what happens. <laughs> Get a drum Not, we, machine. We don't, even know how to, we don't even know how to work the drum machine and the click track and stuff. We don't know how to do any of it. <laughs> hey, let's do a prank that's not going to be a prank because everybody who listens to the podcast is already going to know it. On the next live stream, let's have Jordan film it and then ahead of time and then put us on the wall so it looks like we're really there and it starts. And then we jump out and go, psych. <laughs> All right. That'd be really uh, fun. We're really gonna get him. Really fun. cool story, dick face. Hey, one of these one of these times, if we do like a wolves one, got you good, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> we should do. We should do. We should film one where we just sit there while the record plays, a listening then, party. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but advertise it as a live stream, <laughs> but then actually do a live stream after that at some point. Actually, live stream us on a couch. Yeah, just kind of going. Yeah, man, it's a cool song. Oh, you guys know All this right. next one, right? Cool. We should live stream us going camping. Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I we could do a live stream uh, acoustic set around a bonfire. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kumbaya and shit. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, we, we're doing a really good job of actually talking about our band right now, but I have to say something else that is not about our band. <sighs> but but it, it's something that's near and dear to the hearts of our band members, except for me. We got a new microphone for me. Here we did. We got new mics. Josh, the only one with it. Um, we can't pick up the rest of the mics from his house because of his rabies but yeah so today for the first oh no last night last night when we were trying not to watch the election stuff we my wife and i instead watched a movie and we've had this list of movies that we either haven't seen at all or one of us hasn't seen or we haven't seen like all the way through it's been one of those things where it's like it's on cable so you kind of half know the movie whatever from life so Confession, I've never seen the Goonies all the way through. Dick face. Fucking nerd! <laughs> Until last night. You just Watched pushed the limits of that new mic. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. How the fuck have you made it this far without seeing all the Goonies? I knew this, but I, I'm like, just re-remembered hey, You it. blocked it out because it sucks. Damn, that's like childhood trauma I blocked out. But here's What the but fuck? No, no, here's my question, though. It, ex- it explains a lot. I mean, As really, an guys, adult, we know. though, did it resonate with you or was it just kind of like, ah, eh, that's a cool movie? Um, it resonated because, because so much of that movie has just become part of culture and language. I got all the quotes, 
like there are quotes that I know that I've said myself that I know are from Goonies. I know the, Hey, you guys thing. I know all that shit. I know those like, uh, Chester cop. I know who the fuck Chester Copperpot is. I know all that stuff. I know one. I'd Willie. Um, I know what I'd Willie. Like, I know that stuff. It's part yeah. of the culture. I, I know the fucking Fratellis. Like, you yeah, know. Yeah, but, but it's not just like the quotes and shit. It's what other movies and what other kind of like art, that that has inspired like though that era of like those oh yeah adventure movies from like the 80s and shit like that like the spielberg kind of like mm-hmm. dude goonies is super influential man yeah and i here's my here's my short review i think it's amazing i think if i was a kid i would have loved it fully but as an adult i can't see it through those eyes so i can just look at it and go Oh, I get it. That's really cool. I'll probably watch it again. If it comes on, I'll be like, oh, sweet. But I also don't feel that ripped off. I don't feel like I ripped myself off for not seeing it because the other thing I thought was, oh, this is Indiana Jones for kids. This is an ensemble cast of kids playing Indiana Jones. And that's cool. And since I grew up on Indiana Jones, I don't feel like I lost out. I also, but I I get what you're saying, but I also, I'm... in all seriousness, I also I'm also sad for you because you didn't see it when you were a kid. Yeah, dude. There's just something about it. The only thing I can compare it to that it's been that's been made. Have you get? Did you guys see uh, Eight Millimeter? You mean Super Eight? Super Eight. Sorry. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, eight yeah. Millimeter. Oh, like cage. That's, that's yeah. one's weird. <laughs> Super. Like, what? That's exactly what I was talking about. Super Eight's a love letter to fucking Goonies, dude. Yeah. And stand by me, right? The yep. same kind of yeah. So, but like with Super Eight. It's like they make like the town and the surrounding is a character, just like in the mm-hmm. Goonies, where mm-hmm. Astoria is like a character. It's not. Yeah, yeah, I mean the name is. Hey, we are these kids from this town. So yeah, 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 yeah. dude. But like, but I do. I, I'll, I'm serious. I do feel sad for you that you didn't see it when you were little. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I realized the thing, and I've said this like many times as a joke. Like, oh, I was busy watching Terminator or Total Recall. Like, I literally was because my dad for as like loving and amazing of a father as he was. And he like did it. He was a coach of every fucking team I ever had. He like, he was With a boy scout leader. He wore, wore sweet bike shorts, uh, had, uh, tall white socks and no hair on top of his head. But point being, uh, <laughs> he, when it came to movies, the dude was kind of selfish. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> I never watched kids movies. I, all the movies I grew up on were he was like, yo, you want to watch iron Eagle? Do you want to watch Terminator? I only watched, <laughs> Those kind of movies. Yeah. Like, unless I was at somebody's house or something was on cable and I happened to catch it or whatever. Even my mom, like, I I know musicals and shit and old Disney stuff because of my parents. So I I guess also being the oldest kid, I it wasn't like I had an older brother who was watching a cool kids movie that I got kind of brought into. You know what I, I mean? got to I got I got to watch all the awesome stuff when I was little. Like my dad was like a super big like horror movie fan. So I saw like all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, all Friday the 13th, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all before you probably should show a six-year-old. Like my first drive-in movie I ever went to was like Halloween 2 or 3 at the <laughs> drive-in in St. Anne, where that, that Shop and Save was, oh, where they used sick. to be that drive-in there. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I saw, that was my first drive-in movie. And then, um, but then beyond that, like when I go down to my grandparents, they had one of those giant dish satellites in the yard. Mm-hmm. And like we would find like random ass movies. That's how like me and my sister found Better Off Dead and all and those scrambled movies like Playboy that. Channel. No, they didn't have that then. But like that's how we saw all those sweet eighties movies back then. It was like the satellite. And then like 
for some reason, like as, you know, as unwealthy as we were, we still had like Showtime and HBO every now and then. And we got to they always did those promos. We had the same shit where we yeah. get them for a while. And you'd, you'd see like sweet movies, like all of a sudden. And Dude, like, you know what? You know what 80s movies like rarely talked about that's just amazing? One Crazy Summer. Fuck yeah, it is. That movie's amazing. You guys Fuck seen yeah. that? Hoops McCann. Who's in that? <laughs> John Cusack. John Booger. Um, I know I've seen else? it, but I don't know it oh, well. Oh, dude. One Crazy Summer. Adam, uh, Google it. Dude, it's Add so Add that to good. your list. It's amazing. But here's Ryan, but here's the thing. It's probably the same kind of like thing as like when you show somebody better off dead when they're older. Yeah. They don't get it. And it's I don't a bum know. out. Like I'll sit there and show somebody better off dead and they're like, huh. I'm like, well, what aren't you getting here? <laughs> <laughs> that one is weird weirder now. I mean, I like it as well, but yeah, it's a little little harder to to understand now oh, for me. Dude, I love it so much. Also, okay. And the other the other the other few that I think are kind of timeless from that era, like Big trouble with in that, China. Like, yeah, I'm, I was just about to say, like, with uh, excluding like all the shit we always dork out about, like Bloodsport, Big Trouble in Little China, Kickboxer, yada yada. Commando. I watched Bloodsport the other day. Nice. I watched Big Trouble in Little China on Monday night. Oh hell yeah! Um, nice. But like excluding all that, like action adventure kind of shit, weird science. Yes. Fuck yeah. That's like that's a great movie still. Real genius yeah. would not Real, be made I, right I now. I was just about to say, Real Genius is my number one. Mm-hmm. Movie of the entire that entire decade. No, it's my it's one of my all time favorite. Have you Adam? Have you seen? Real? Yeah, I remember loving it, but I don't think I've seen it since like the early nineties. Dude, it's so up your alley. Oh, it's dude, like it's so good. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's it's just like. Do you remember they built they built the laser beam and oh mm-hmm. dude oh god it's so good. Yeah, I was so into that. I I guess we just didn't have it on VHS or whatever because yeah. that's what I defaulted to. Also, like we would get those cable channels and my dad would record every yep. movie on VHS and yep. that's what I had available. Yeah, Real Genius was is like my number one all time. But Weird Science is up there too. And um, this is a little later, but Ferris Bueller's Day Off is like oh, the. Yeah. Per- I think that yeah. is like the perfect movie. Like it's perfect. It's perfection. Dude, have you listened to the Rewatchables episode about that one? Yes, I have. I haven't listened to that. No, I, yeah. dude. So their whole back catalog's on Spotify now, so you have to get it there. But they do that. They do. Um, I mean, everything we're talking about, they do. It, it's fucking amazing. But they, they, in the probably unanswerable questions section, they talk about whether or not all that stuff could actually happen in a day. And it's a really fun, interesting, like, dissection yeah. of it. And it's not yeah, yeah, in yeah. a critical, like, this sucks kind of way. It's more like, hey, this is just interesting. And Bill Simmons says, like, like challenges listeners basically, like, hey, somebody go try to pull off these things in a day. Like... You, obviously, like you can't do the thing with re- trying to reverse your dad's tachometer and or whatever the fuck it's called and shoot your car out the window. But like, try to go to these locations. Somebody do it as like an yeah, experiment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I bet everybody in the world thought that you could put your car in reverse and, and turn <laughs> yeah, them I did. Like, I roll did. back the mileage. It made so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Definitely couldn't do all that in a day. Yeah. And Back to the Future. Sorry. Yeah, I lived on Back oh. to the Future. The one point they make in that is that the movie. I mean, it's called Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but it's about. Cameron. Yeah, it's Cameron's movie. Yeah. Like, he's kind of actually the protagonist. Hey, man, Cam- Cameron was in Egypt's land. Let my Cameron go. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, that house uh, just recently sold. Yeah. The actual house from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It sold for, I don't know what it sold for, but like, it's... Sold at the Home Alone house. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is the Ferris Bueller house way out in the suburbs? For real? I don't it's know. Il- it's in Illinois. For sh- it really is in Illinois. Yeah. You know what I watched the other day that I didn't realize was like 
it wasn't like his first movie, but it was like one of his like his eighth movie. Have you ever you remember Legend with Tom Cruise? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. was just on the other day, and I was like, "Is this his first movie?" But it was the movie right before Top Gun. Oh whoa! Yeah, I always I get that. He, he, had done, he had done Risky Business, All mm-hmm. the Right Moves, like all that shit. Color money. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was around the same time. I went on, I went on a tangent uh, a couple years ago, where I would just watch all of like classic actors whole discographies yeah. and he he was one of you them celebrate their entire catalog but I, I could i didn't watch legend because it wasn't on anything i couldn't find it but yeah i watched all of his old shit <laughs> it was just on like, the other day hold on. It, it was funny Stop. it's funny to think about like i did this when we were writing wolves i don't know why i was like doing this whole thing where i was like i watched all al pacino shit uh robert de niro and everybody like all the movies i'd never seen you know because yeah, i was just yeah. like trying to figure out what makes people great and cool and i fucking think that Tom Cruise is amazing. Oh, he's crazy, yeah. but I think he's a fucking amazing actor. Uh, yeah, I I love every time I, I had this. I've had this same conversation with sixty two separate people, but there's I love every Tom Cruise movie that he's ever yeah. made. Some of them I yeah. like really love. For such yeah. a fucking weirdo in real life, I truly don't give a sh- I don't give a shit about Scientology. I don't give a fuck about his politics. I don't care. His movies are awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But there's something super funny to me <laughs> about Dan. Immersing himself in the canon of Tom Cruise. <laughs> Something yeah. is fucking super funny about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, back when I was in my Tom Cruise phase, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Guys, guys, I love him. <laughs> Legend was on the other day and I and I watched it and I'm I'm like a big like sci-fi nerd. So like I was watching it going, it's weird that somebody made like a like a kind of sci-fi fantasy movie in the early eighties and it worked. Like yeah. Tim Curry Tim Curry was like the fucking devil or the demon or whatever. And it, it, all the makeup, it, it was all done really, really, really well. I guess we'll just, have to watch it again. It's fucking, it's rad. Yeah. Has to be. He's Tom Cruise. And it's Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. She's in it. Speaking of great sci-fi movies from, from that long ago, I have had never watched all the way through. Maybe I did, but I was too young to remember. I'd never watched the first alien all the way Ooh. through. That's good. I still and have never seen that either. Really? Dude. I've never seen any alien movie. It holds up. Dude, it does. So like all of them, I, one and two for sure hold up. So my thing with watching older movies, if it's sci-fi, I can almost always get into it because it's, it's more timeless in some respects. Um, I watched it, Ryan Key and I watched it on, uh, there's this thing, it's called screened or some shit where you can like, it's like zoom, but you can watch movies together, whether, you know, they're Netflix on HBO or whatever. At the beginning yeah. of like pandemic and stuff. Yeah. It's one of those kind of things. And we watched it. Damn, dude. You can see the influence of like uh, of Star Wars in terms of like the, like the actual sets they built, the miniatures oh, yeah. they built. It's damn good, dude. Yeah, dude. It's it's Alien, like the whole series is really good. It got kind of weird, like once the later ones, like mm-hmm. three and four. But one and two are for sure amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All that shit. I've never seen any of the Alien movies. I've never seen any of the Godfather movies. I've never seen any of the like. Neither have I. I had uh, not seen any of the Godfathers until I was saying I just did all that shit and I was watching yeah. Al Pac- all Al Pacino shit. That was the first time I hey, ever watched. So you, so you spent nine hours of your life. Yeah, yeah. it was when we were making wolves. Yeah, and uh, Al Pacino. I was like, ah, I guess it's time to watch the fucking Godfather. My dad took me to see the Godfather three in the theaters. <laughs> that, <laughs> that one was like it made more. I watched them all, of course. Three wasn't all that great. <laughs> no, it's different. I mean, that was when like Robert De Niro was in that one too, and that was like when they were all like older, you know? Yeah, dude, you know what is a damn good older-ish Pacino movie? I mean, it's an ensemble, but you know, big Pacino thing. 
with Robert De Niro, like Tropic Thunder. Um, <laughs> an amazing movie that I feel like mainstream wise isn't as appreciated is Heat. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That movie is incredible, ass. dude. It's got Val Kilmer in it too. I think everybody appreciated it. It's just kind of just kind of old, and now it was like our age. People loved it, but it's not a classic because he did so much early shit that was classic. But, it was yeah. only really a classic because like Al Pacino and Robert De Niro were like in that one cafe scene. Yeah, yeah, I've, and I feel like that was Val Kilmer's last great movie. Yeah, yep. I don't. Did you see Kiss? Did you see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I don't think so, dude. I that's that. really good. Yeah, that was Gina Davis. No, that's uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight with oh, Sam, yeah. Sam Jackson. Oh, uh, okay. No, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is, it's like Robert Downey Jr.'s like almost like comeback movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. It's really, mm. really good. And Val Kilmer's in it. Dude, speaking of movies, this is kind of on topic with that. I do this thing. I'm just curious if you guys have ever done this, but. Hold on. I do First, this- before you start, has has everybody else seen The Gentleman yet? No, I no. still haven't seen it. Uh, you, you guys you are fucking up it. all over the place. <laughs> I've seen The Irishman, speaking of Al Pacino and Robert that De Niro. That movie was one and a half hours too long. Yeah, it but, was, but it's, it's great. I still, still haven't seen that either. The Gentleman crushes. Really? You guys need to, to all watch it and then tell me that Colin Farrell isn't Dennis in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's it's, Dennis Taylor for anybody uh, who... Timmy, our base tech, who's in the DVDs, his brother. That's what we're talking about. D-Money. Nuts. We call him Nuts. Nuts, D-Money, whatever. It's fucking amazing. You guys need to watch it ASAP. Sorry, who who directed it? Is it a... Guy Ritchie. Like a, oh, oh, okay, okay. It's like a new I'm Guy in. Ritchie movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, tight. It's so What's good. What's it on? What's it streaming on right now? Uh, I don't think it's streaming on anything, but it is on a couple... Like uh, like Showtime or something like that. But I, I bought it on like iTunes or. Whatever. Yes, you did. That's why, dude. That's why Josh is the best. The best dude to share a hotel room with. It's like want to watch a movie. I bought every movie. Yeah, we'll watch. All. We'll watch that on the next tour together. It's fun. Yeah. Dude, this one for sure though. Like I've I've probably watched it twenty times. It's you know, that we good. watched twenty times. Speaking of your movie collection, when we do flyouts, we were on tour. Like on our off nights before we go out to the bar, you remember we'd always put on Pop Star when that came out, Fuck and we'd yeah, just yeah. sit there and get watch yeah. Pop Star to get all in a good mood to go out to the bar. Oh, yeah, we watched that before the last pageant show. That shit's great. Oh yeah, what I was gonna say about movies. I'm just curious if you guys do this or have ever done it in any capacity. But I do this thing when I write music. A lot of times, <clears throat> I'll put on a movie and turn the sound off, and mm-hmm. I'll just sit there and play my guitar and just like watch with no sound and it just kind of mm-hmm. puts me in this weird mood. I do that a lot. And like in my office, um, I hang up like a lot of pictures and sometimes I'll just like, while I'm writing music, I'll just like look at these like cool photographs or this cool, like, I don't know. I, I'm like very visual when I write, like I rarely just, I, I rarely just like sit and like play. I like make sure I'm like outside or I'm by a window or I'm watching like a movie with no sound or looking at something like, I don't know if you guys are like that at all, but I, I'm like very visual. While that's I like. what I, that's what I was saying about. I was going through a bunch of people's disco- or What is it? Videography? What's it called? Videographies. Filmography. 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 Yeah, whatever. I was really doing that with like a few actors that you know. I'm like, okay, they're classically just amazing actors, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, okay, what makes them so great at what they do? And I, I was when we were writing Wolves, I was just trying to get like deep into like my head and be like okay well what the fuck i want to write like a more timeless kind of thing not necessarily like just something about what's going on right this second or whatever but 
I don't know if it worked or not. I mean, I guess it kind of did because, you know, a lot of lyrics are great on that, but I don't know directly how it worked, but uh, it was really cool. It was, I would, a lot of them I would watch fully. A lot of them I would turn on and just have it in the background, you know, but yeah, I would go through every like full fucking shit, like weeks long where I would do that shit. Dude, that's, cool. a, that's Dude. amazing. You should have like, I wish I knew that. That's amazing. Cause yeah. um, for me, like, uh, I don't know. You guys know I'm all, I get all hippy dippy and shit, but like. Pussy. Like, say, say like I do a cool climb or something, like climb a mountain, you know, or do like a really high hike on like a 14,000 foot peak or some shit. Like I get like so creatively charged up from that shit and like yeah. so inspired from like visual stuff like that, that I feel like it kind of activates a part of my brain that maybe wouldn't be activated to the full extent if I was just sitting there like behind my piano or, yeah. or guitar or whatever. Like it's like makes me feel... It just makes me feel, like, feel, you know? Well, dude, you're, like, getting naturally high off of, like, mm-hmm. the chemicals and the hormones and shit that are in your body, which is probably why people also get really creative when they do drugs. Like, you're doing mm-hmm. your body's natural life drugs. Some people do fucking acid when they're, studio, when they're yeah. in the studio. Some people, like Marilyn Manson on their one album, they they fucked around with sleep deprivation like anything you can do to alter your mental state from like what your like idol is just chilling in the house makes you do cooler stuff it's just something to make you think differently you know and like see exactly. see different shit and which yep. drugs and alcohol do not work like that for me um that's the opposite for me i cannot be creative in any way if i'm drinking or i if weed everybody's like weed makes you think really i'm like no not me man just makes me want to escape and I just I do that for like fun you know like oh cool I don't want to think anymore I'm gonna go to the bar or whatever you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I I like to I like to just watch something weird and yeah it just sparks some kind of creativity in your brain it's cool yeah and like not to be cheesy and shit but like aside from love awe is my favorite emotion like I like genuine awe like I feel like it's what a religious person would maybe feel in church or Mm -hmm. feel from like reading like a very like impactful bit of scripture or something like that but whenever i'm like genuinely awed like that feeling can last for days and it will just kick my creativity into hyperdrive like fucking hyperspace you know so i realized like it's almost like a hack or some shit like especially if i'm feeling like like i'm just in a rut or whatever like i'll just i i can like almost force creativity by uh, it sounds emo as fuck, but just like coming down here, lighting candles and shit, turning lights off and just like putting on like, something that looks cool visually or like looking at all these like photographs I have hanging on my wall. Like, it, like it instantly just kind of, I'll just get in that zone. I can like force myself to get in that zone sometimes when I, like when if I you put to. on eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, no matter what time, mm-hmm. uh, that's just one of those movies that will make mm-hmm. anybody go, Whoa, I gotta like do something cool right now. Yeah. 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 It's it's the exact same thing. You you get out of the shower and I'm just in awe, dude. I'm just like, I gotta write. Damn, look at that dick. I gotta write a big ass song. <laughs> a long got, song. <laughs> this song's gonna be at least seven inches long. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, um, that's cool as fuck, Dan. I I've we've never talked about that, but I've just always wondered if other people do that. Like I'll I just I I'm a huge fan of it, dude. I'll I've watched more movies with the sound off in the last couple of years than I have with the sound on. You know, uh, it doesn't really work like that with drums for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's hey, different. I want to say this though, as again, I, I know I'm always on this shit, but like as a real true, <sighs> here he goes again, as a true, <laughs> genuinely like objective listener. I mean, not a hundred percent compared to all the other people, but as a more objective listener of wolves, that makes me so fucking stoked that you, I mean, number one wolves is clearly like as compared to everything between, you know, everything from in the wake to the constant, the wolves is definitely like a, a return to that metaphorical kind of lyrical style that page Avenue was, you know? Yep. And it makes me so stoked that you went to other like artistic narrative sources for inspiration even that I watched a bunch of movies. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, Which that's is my not, other. That's not all, but yeah. My other yeah. thing, but dude, I know what you're saying. Like there were plenty of times in those early days. And I talked about this in that one episode about influences and shit. There's some stuff that I was influenced by. Like even some of the saves the day songs that you guys weren't into as much, like on the, their, uh, second album, I guess. Right. Third, third, I guess. Fine. Through being cool was their second record. Then yeah. Either way. Stay what you are. Stay what you are. is the third record. Yeah that I would put on just to get my brain like moving. You know what I mean? I wouldn't like directly rip off lyrics, but I would turn it on to make my brain, you know, use like more input. Like yeah, yeah. we as humans. I and always this did is that like, with music as well, but yeah, I wanted to try it in a visual way more because Ryan's yeah. always been more about that, about the vibe and making the room look cool. And I would never really, I wasn't into that <laughs> in my younger years, but now I get it more than I ever did. It really is like a necessary thing, especially when you're older and like all the, you know, you're, you're, brain and your body aren't growing at a fucking trillion miles an hour so <laughs> yeah. you, you have to kind of like jumpstart your shit yeah um it is very much like and ryan scooter karen this is gonna like this is your lane where you you have to like get out of this completely unnatural state that we're in most of the time like in a building in front of a computer doing a thing that our bodies weren't evolved to do like we're supposed to be out there chasing shit with spears and stuff out in the woods. Yep. So anything you can do to like break that just makes all the shit start turning more. And whether that's like putting on even like a podcast, like anything that makes you think outside of the fucking box you're in, the literal box sometimes of a room, it's just, it's needed. And it's really cool for me to hear you, Dan, talking about movies because that's my other thing. You know, music, movies, those are kind of my two main I mean, it doesn't happen usually with, uh, you know, like uh, wedding crashers or anything or whatever, but, you know, <laughs> it's got to be the right thing. So little Nikki didn't didn't inspire anything on the <laughs> there wolves? There are certain things that are just, you know, they spark creativity in your brain, but yeah, and, yeah I don't know. Yeah, and like, Stories. Adam, to uh, just to kind of like jump on top of your point too, like, you know, being in the band and like hearing these demos coming back at me and like hearing these lyrics as they come together and just like... Dude, um, I've always been like, just, I, I want Dan to sing what he believes. So whether he's singing about politics, religion, fucking marshmallows, I don't care. Like if, if he believes it, I'm going to have his back and that's great. But it will, I will be honest, like a return to like introspection and more metaphorical, like personal, just real, just for lack of a better word, just like life lyrics about emote the raw emotion of being a human like it was such a rad thing to experience listening to all that stuff for the first time some of it was so heavy that like i i i almost like felt like i had to call dan but dude you all right like 
whoa, yeah. there might be some things I don't know about you, dude. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you swear you're okay, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not trying to be all sap, sappy, and I'm not trying to like be melodramatic or anything. But fuck, man, as a creative person, is just it was just Wolves is my favorite record since Page Avenue, and it's ninety percent because of the the lyrics. And that's a big statement coming from somebody that works on music like I do year yeah. round, year in, year out. Like I, I wrote music for five years for that record and my favorite thing are the lyrics, you know? I realized like what I really liked about the bands that I listened to and why I connect with the things that I connect with. And then, yeah, uh, tried a lot of different things to figure out how to get there myself. But yeah, a lot of it is, it's weird sometimes to sing things like that, depending on what you're singing about, but or to exaggerate it to a point where you're like, okay, well, I know this might even be more than like what I'm really thinking, but I know this is going to hit harder this way, and this is what I'm going to say. Tell you something know? more compelling. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, dude, it's because like a lot of people off- would would ask me shit like, dude, what the fuck? And I was yeah. like, no, nah, I mean, dude, it's it's art, bro. It's fine. It's not, everything's good. Yeah. Just uh, tell but, them a story here. It's fine. It's not a big deal, dude. But also in like your worst, yeah, I mean, there are generally we're pretty fucking positive people, but like yeah. we all have low moments where it's like, God damn fuck everything you know yeah. What I mean? yeah so yep. like everybody can relate those. to that on the whole planet so yeah yeah and there's something like when everything funnels down to like what am i trying to say vulnerability that's what i'm trying to say like allowing yourself yeah. to be yeah. vulnerable like whether you're talking to like opening up opening up to like a counselor or your friends or in your case potentially millions of people like not potentially millions of people listen to that record hundreds of millions so like you're being <laughs> billions, like just being as an artist, being vulnerable and like having lyrics that kind of go the places that the lyrics on the album go. It's like, it's fucking awesome. I know it's not comfortable to be vulnerable that, that way sometimes, especially in interviews, they're asking you like, what are your lyrics about? And your first, re- your, your gut instinct is be like, I don't want to tell you because it should mean something to you. Yeah. It should, you should have. And you also like. You feel like you want to downplay it. You're like, oh, well, I don't know. It's like, because you're sitting there like in an interview chair. You're not in necessarily the same exact mental and emotional space you were when you were putting that to paper. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the, I guess the best example of like the music speaking for itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or letting it. Well, yeah. And like just being part of the band and having like the inside view of things, like may, maybe uh, I have a tendency just like feel things too hard, but. But motherfuck, that was some, a couple of those years were really hard for us. And just not knowing, like, there's, there's been like a couple times that specifically Dan and I have managed to pretty much stay self-employed where you're just like, fuck, uh, I I only have, I'm I'm just being like completely real here because I like to be real. But like, there's been times where it's like, dude, I only have like a couple house payments in the bank. Uh, There's a countdown until... Uh, there's zeros in there, you know, or count down until Starbucks job. Yeah. I'm just saying there's been, uh, riding wolves. There were times where shit got really tough and really fucking some anxiety kicked in and some just tough times. And I can hear that in the lyrics of some of these songs, just knowing being in the inside of this band. And I just appreciate the ever living fuck out of the honesty of it. You know, even though Same. some of it's kind of cloaked in metaphor and like buried in there, like I think yeah. I have a pretty good idea what some of it, what's going on with some of it. And I just like the level of appreciation and respect I have for that. That's why I love wolves. Like the visual stuff, like we were talking about the Goonies and like doing all the aesthetic and the videos and the design and everything like is 
basically doing our love letter to that, um, to that Spielberg era of like our youth and all that. But like what it boils down to, I love wolves because of that, that whole reason we've just been talking about, you know? Yeah. I haven't even listened to it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Have you even heard the tapes? Have you heard the tapes? Not the tapes. That kind of all comes with age. You can't, you can't understand that side of, of what you're trying to express, or I couldn't anyway, at, at 23. Sometimes it worked when we didn't know at all what we were doing on Page Avenue, and we just got lucky with a lot of that back then. But Yeah. Uh, hey, man, it's, it's cool that you guys got emo later than me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to write about something that like I like really agreed with or something. I don't fucking know. But, uh, you know, you get older, and then you, uh, you just want to do exactly what exactly what you want to do and what what I felt was right. And I didn't want to sing bullshit about half-assed politics songs that I didn't care about anymore. I wanted to do something real. Dude, these lines, I try these to tell drones. them. These drones. These drones. Uh, They're just explorers of the rat world. They're just looking for rat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's two things, like, I mean, there's a bunch, but I try to tell myself I'm not my father, but I, I get closer every year. That, whoa, that, and then um, just for me, like, just my whole life, I've I've been in and out of, like, uh, sleep issues and shit, you know? Like, yep. the, the uh, I hope the storm in my head doesn't wake you up. Hmm. Like, even if you, even if that means nothing to you and you're just like, oh, it's just kind of clever. <laughs> no. I hear that and go, whoa, that's exactly what it's like to have insomnia, where you're just laying there. And you're just like, even if you're not stressed, you're just like, because like, most, a, a lot of the insomnia I've went through, it's actually like, <laughs> it's weird to say, but like, it's because I'm super excited about shit and I just can't sleep because I'm just like, I, wanna, I just want to get up and start doing shit. I like, I, I've definitely had the bad stuff, like fucking after Matt died, like I, my, my shit went haywire, you know? But uh, either way, like I, that shit just, I hear that and it's just like, I feel like you're in my brain, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that lyric is in like my top three or four lyrics that I connect with most, including all the ones that I wrote myself with you. Yeah, on the first couple albums. Yeah, yeah that was the, I think that was the first line, other than the chorus that you had sent me that was similar to what it ended up being. But mm-hmm. uh, I switched it up. But yeah, I wrote that line like right away. And yeah, every night I would lay in bed and just freak out about if we were going to put this record out, if it would ever be done. What the fuck are we yeah. doing? Yeah. If, yeah. uh, if I was going to uh, live in a box pretty soon or whatever was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, that was a very real lyric for sure. And uh, as soon as that popped in my brain, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a song. This is going to be the one. And yeah. yeah good, good Night, My Love is in my top couple of lyrics on that record for sure. And here's what's it, beautiful about It kind of encompasses art. the whole time of our lives right then. Yeah. And what yeah, we were and all the, going and, through. And the beauty of it is, yeah, creativity and art can be extremely selfish. It's a selfish pursuit. Like, cause it's not like I, I put in a lot of hours, but I'm not fucking working. It's fucking fun. It's yeah. great. Like yeah, I'm the not work, work. The work isn't the problem. The work's not the problem. It's yeah. fun. And I'm not in the coal mines. I'm not clocked in somewhere. It's, I'm, it's not work. It's not real work. I'll yeah. say it right now. It's yeah, not yeah. real work, but, um, it's a lot of hours and it's a lot of investing like your whole heart and soul and everything. And it's even the icing on the cake is when you write lyrics like that, that if, even though it's a selfish pursuit because you're writing this shit because you love it and it's just like you feel like it's why you're on the planet. It's just to create and like just make shit. But when you write lyrics like that and you hear people 
identify with them and get them tattooed on their body. And you know, there's thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people that have listened to lyrics that you've written and be like, yeah, I feel like that too. I felt like that too. Yeah. I've lied in, I've lied in bed, uh, awake, fucking stressing about where, how I'm going to pay my bills. Like right now with COVID too, like, holy fuck. Like, yeah, art can be selfish, but like ultimately it's about connecting with other people on an emotional level, you know? And yeah, I'm, I'm a broken record about wolves, but motherfuck, dude, it connects with a lot of people, you know? Yeah, I feel like with most art, sometimes the person has to be in some kind of crazy lows in order to reach that level of what you really want to achieve. And, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, well, fuck, that sucked to write all that. And then yeah. and then later you're just like, oh, well, it's a good fucking thing it did suck to write that because it's really fucking good. But yeah. Yeah, you, even if it's not all... 100% your own experience. Like I, I've heard so much about Rage Against the Machine having like Zach having trouble writing their second and third album or in the meet, you know, in the, in the downtime between their second and third albums, especially it's like, okay, we're all rich now. Yep. Um, even though lots of people are suffering around the world, it's like, it's harder to connect when life just is easier or happier. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. We mm-hmm. know that exactly. We weren't, rich you know super rage against machine money i'm sure but we definitely didn't know what i didn't know what the fuck to write about after the first record yep you know yeah. there's good i mean we were good pissed times. about stuff there's a lot of great lyrics on some of those records but a lot of it is a little incoherent doesn't make a lot of sense but but it's like we we weren't any less pissed but it all it all seems less urgent in some way when you start to build a life for yourself and start to, you know, you're married and you got a family and you've got money and life in general is just like, it's easier to coast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to do that fine line. I didn't want to complain about things ever. You know, you don't want to like, like get to that point and be like, Oh, I'm just fucking, this sucks because it's not what I want or whatever. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. how it started to feel after a little while, every once in a while. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard line. Yeah. I mean, you never know. It's also what, just what you're into at the time. And what you feel and you know, there's no right or wrong way to make music or make anything. It was so, goddamn good though. I don't yep. know. You just know what's going to connect more than other things, but we couldn't have made that record. We couldn't have made wolves without going through all the fucking experiences of the other records. So it all makes sense. You know, it all makes sense. Yeah. I love when we get all loose and fun and it's magical and everything, but I love how we can get deep on this podcast. I know fans really like it too. Yeah. Hey, cool. Cool guys. <laughs> yeah josh you've been a big help lately uh by lately i mean the past five minutes did that weed kick in in the second half or hey no weed this time i just had nothing to contribute because i oh, didn't yeah. really write the songs for wolves i was just kind of hey, there as your mo- drums had a lot of emotion in the in the snare hits what are you drinking is that a captain of coke or sailor that's, and a, coke? that's a sailor and pepsi but i will say some of my favorite drumming ever is on that record uh especially praying for rain yeah like the yep. bridge on out it's my favorite shit ever. Yeah. That's that's like some it's heavy my, metal Pearl Jam. It's my weak-ass ode to Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a lot of fun in the studio, which a lot of that is on video as well. But yeah, just you got to jam on that one. At the end of uh, the Mike Cronin song, you just yeah. really got to fucking jam and just pound it, the drums. Yeah. We had some good fun. You know, you were... We did most of it with demos and sending them back and forth between all of us. So it was a little different for you this time, but yeah, it was a different writing process. So it's different for me this time around, but that time around, not this time. There's more in the works now. Either way. But like with wolves, it was, uh, when we went to track, like 
It was fun. I mean, there was some like stressful times just because of the way we wrote the record where it was uh, almost, I mean, essentially playing all the songs for the first time when we went and tracked it and stuff. But uh, some of it was fucking magical for me. Like just listening back, like going, having to like essentially relearn it because it was on the fly. There's something awesome about not thinking about it too much and just showing up and being like, just jamming which you got to do on something. Some things, you know, we had to be like, this is yeah. the structure. This is what you kind of have to play here. But I mean, there were, there were some things where I wish that certain songs, I think like, um, God, I don't even remember the first one we tracked. I can't think of the name right now. Andrew Sandman. No, not Run that with one. The that was, that was did, Lars. He did that one. Did we start with like, can anybody hear me or something? Yeah. Stairway to heaven. That yeah. one. I wish we would have done that one later. Yeah. Like it was, it wasn't one that I was fully like comfortable with and done with in my head. I wish we would have started with something different. You definitely went I, through a few things on that one. And that, yeah, we yeah, all loved just, that song and then none of us loved it as much after it was done. Yeah. Which is it's weird. Just for, like for me, like drum wise, like I feel like there's could have been something cooler to be done with it. Hey, nobody noticed. Cause I thought that song was fucking sick. Yeah. Maybe that yeah. was just our thing that we all were just yeah, it, too invested in it. Yeah. The drums for me are a little too, you know, basic for me. You can't hear your dick quite enough. No, nah, not really. I sang that. I sang that one first too. That was the first one I did uh, when uh, uh, Aaron Sprinkle was here in this basement that I'm in. Uh, but I had a cold kind of for like a couple days before we started tracking, and I was like, I think it'll be fine by the time we start. And I can still fucking hear it, like in the actual in my voice. I had like it was, it was almost gone, blood. and it doesn't sound bad at all. It's just fucking something about it still annoys me. I think the demo sounded better vocally. It's weird. Yeah, I just think drum wise for that one for me, it was just it's it's real minimal, and maybe it fits the song. I just maybe I'm looking at it through it like a different lens. It's just I feel like there could have been something cooler for that, especially on the chorus. But you know, that's it's the thing just one of those you gotta. Things. You gotta commit to something and then yeah, you're not always gonna love everything about yeah, every for song. Sure. We've yeah, talked I about mean, that before. Yeah. I mean when we were in the studio, it was cool, but like later when I listened to it, I was just kinda like, ah, we probably could have done something a little better with that one. Yeah. But it was the first one on the first day and mm-hmm. it was like, All right, here we go. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get you it know. done. Yeah. That was fun. Nashville was that was a good time. Oh, it was great. You, I like, mean there's something cool about like leaving town. We just we we went to Nashville, did the drums, and it was just like fun, like going out to restaurants and shit every night. Like after we were done for the day, like we went yeah. to Husk. That's Husk, right? Shit, yeah, we did. We we bought we got out the band Amex and ate like oh, a yeah. three three hundred fifty dollar dinner yeah. just for the because oh. it it was only um it was only Dan, Josh, and me. There yeah, was, it was just the only... three of us went and did all the hey, drums. Shout out, shout out to my wife Christy for recommending that place. Yeah, did they have a meat stick that you ate from? We got a meat hangover also. No, Dude. but I had I think I had like a some kind of pork or something dude it adam i know you don't eat meat but like this is true this the dude besides dicks yeah dicks for sure white meat dick meat but like (laughs) it wasn't like it wasn't like a lot of food it was like what you probably should normally eat but it was some of the best food i've ever eaten in my life (laughs) i don't even care what you guys are laughing about i'm still thinking about we're still laughing about white meat dick meat. it's a good thing you talked because yeah we're all just being children i missed it all i don't even care the food was so good. <laughs> some dicks are black. Some are brown. It's kind of messed up that you call it I, I white know, meat. I went white meat. Uh, <laughs> why is that so funny? Dick meat. Hey. Uh. 
Oh my god. Anyway. DJ Dick Meat. DJ we Dick Meat. Josh hasn't talked to like 30 minutes, and this is what we did when he started talking. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's cool. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. We all know who everyone's favorite is on this podcast. It's cool. Yeah, guys. that's true. <laughs> Josh hey, Will is a star. Going. Get your Josh spotlight going, guys. But yeah, we went to Husk, and you remember it was so expensive. Uh, considering that what we wanted to spend with our budget and everything, we only yeah. allowed ourselves to each get one drink. Remember one beer. that? We each had <laughs> one beer and we get one, one, beer. one meal. Yeah, yeah, but the three of us, it I'll was have like... one glass of alcohol, please. It was like hundreds of dollars just for like the three of us. You know? Then we went the to that pizza food, spot. Though. It was good. It's just oh, like, it so good. I don't know. It was fun, man. We just, the three of us just went to Nashville and ate food and drank beer and recorded drums and it was fucking awesome. It was mm-hmm. yeah we stayed we stayed in like this cheap ass hotel that we paid for with Amex points because we had Amex like Amex points yeah we one had room, like right? nine we all just slept yeah. in that one yeah. room yeah. all yeah, three yeah. of us in one room and somehow yeah. I think Ryan still slept in the bed with me and Dan had his own bed yeah <laughs> uh, it's habits habits dog yeah we watched yeah. Po- we watched we watched Popstar for yeah. sure yeah, when we, we were there yeah. for that oh Aaron Sprinkle was there too not just the yeah, yeah. He, well, yeah he was producing. But he didn't but like, like he didn't come out with us at nighttime though. He was no, he, no, he, there, doesn't, so. he doesn't drink, yeah. so we would just go out and hang out yeah. at at night and yeah. do some yeah. drums the down during was like the day. Four blocks from the hotel, so like we just yeah. kind of went and then came back. I recorded like seventeen songs in each day or whatever I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. I was Good just times. running around. I was just running around filming everything I possibly could. That those like videos are fun to watch, man. This shit's cool. I watched the fuck out of those. As a fan, it's fun. Hey, it's, as is a fan, because like you quit or whatever. <laughs> it's because I'm a quitter. Yeah, and then I I'm watched it as a fan. Yeah, as a retail employee. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I, mean, I wish I we had... could be a three piece again. That was way cooler. <laughs> Decisions uh, were easier. <laughs> we were we were for sure a three piece on Wolves, like for sure. <laughs> yeah, three um, piece, no biscuit. The world doesn't know that, but now they do. Speaking of Wolves and um, you know, hard and coyotes, wolves and bobcats, bears, rhinos. <laughs> Just the hardships and the mental uh, kind of struggles that kind of resulted in that album. I'm excited to see like what COVID and just like the emotions that elicits. Like what I was like, I really do think I was. I typed this out in an interview I did today. It's like I really think you typed that shit down, Silent Bob. No, yeah, because I have like the shittiest voice, and I can't. I, I have ten thousand thoughts, and just picking one of them. To like form a coherent sentence is like a monumental challenge for me. I'm the fuck. I'm so terrible at talking, but I can write. I, I wrote this line. I was like, God, it sounds so dorky, but it's true. Like, I think from the ashes of COVID, like, is going to be our fucking an an incredible record. Like, we're going to make our new record is going to be fucking incredible, and it's partly because of the shit show that is 2020. That's part of it. Hardship creates art. Yep. I yeah, think man. COVID's really gonna come through in some of my drum beats. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. What? What are you guys saying? COVID? What is that? Never heard of it. <laughs> I'm, I live in Florida, so I don't know what COVID is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Your snare. Your snare has a real like kind of like uh, coffee vibe. Are you like guys a, saying hova? Yeah, coffee. Are you saying hova? Yeah. Like Jay Z? Hova. Hova. Yeah. Tight. Hova nineteen. Yeah. You didn't hear his album last year? Yeah. <laughs> hova nineteen. <laughs> he's not called. He's not called Kova. COVID. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fucking done with you guys. I got to go. Yeah. It was my birthday yesterday, and I, I uh, worked on uh, something for 12 hours straight. And uh, Hey, Dan's today been celebrated gonna, his birthday since Saturday. I'm so going to go cool. celebrate again right now. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to Dan on the phone today, and he told me he's been hungover for three days. I was like, God, yeah. cool birthday. It's <laughs> As you should be. Saturday was Saturday was, was hard. I didn't even, I didn't even bother him. <laughs> oh, no, it was Sunday. 
hard. Yeah, I mean, we well, I mean, we partied hard Saturday. Sunday was the hard day. Yeah, technically. Yeah, I talked. I talked to Dan. Was it Monday or Tuesday? I was like, so how was Sunday? He goes, dude, I didn't even get out of bed. <laughs> it was it was rough. Dude, election election night last night. Like, I I, I I'm very open about how I'm just like my my mission on life. Uh, my mission. On earth is just on life on life on earth. My mission is just to love everybody, man. And I'm just like every year that goes by, I'm checking more and more out of politics. But I watched everything last night and I was so stressed out that I like I like got fucking drunk and I was hungover today. And I thought of Dan. I was like, how does he do this so much? I'm a post. Why I'm drunk right now. (laughs) You know what I watched last night? The gentleman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The Goonies, the gentleman, alcohol. It's worth it to me sometimes. You know, I need it. But but like Adam, even even when like when you and I when we used to like rage super hard, like when we go travel and go to like you know overseas and we like do flyouts and tours and shit, like we still all party and shit. But like Adam and I used to like not trying to like glorify it, but like we we went fucking hard. We were on level ten, but we never had hangovers. Yeah, that's because you guys slept all the we time. We just slept them off. Yeah, 40 years old sure is not as kind to you as... No, as, it's definitely... As a, but it also, you guys slept for like 12 hours. Dude, but we would drink 12 beers and like six shots and like like fucking everything, and we'd wake up and do it the next day and the next day and yeah, the next day and the next like day and the next day. Bi- like, if you sleep for long enough, yeah. you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, as you get older, though, it's like your body goes, yeah. hey, bitch, go ahead and wake the fuck up. I need some water. <laughs> <laughs> it's been four hours. Dude, you should probably get up and feel shitty now. Yeah. yeah. Dude, also though, like, Scooter, I know you you work at, like you're in better shape than you've ever been, but like the kind of sweating that you do doing what you do now versus on stage, I feel like we just we would sweat out a lot of that shit because it's 118 degrees on stage, whatever. Yeah, that's true. And we would sleep longer, and you you also get, like, a different kind of sleep in that tomb of a bunk. Yeah, yeah. you guys would sleep for... Uh, you would wake up at 4 or 5 o'clock. Or 6. So, <laughs> or right, 6.30. Or, or 6. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right before mm-hmm. we went on stage. Yeah. <laughs> like... Dude, also, there's something about, like, after being on a bus for however long the drive is it like it shakes everything down into the bottom of your intestines and you get up and shit out your whole hangover immediately like uh, there's nothing to me there's nothing better in, in terms of hangover cures than like a huge shit nah man just puke the night before and then get up uh, early the next morning uh, I, can't fuck with that. I can't fuck i wish that. i could puke more dude i, I just that. like it doesn't work like that for me me neither it works for me i make myself Shit's throw great. up a lot at the end of the night but it never works <laughs> That's called bulimia. Bulimia. You can read minds. That's how, that's how I've maintained this figure. I'll too. do that and then then eat. Like I'll just be like, I gotta get some of this alcohol out so I can eat some food. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. I eat. Hey, I puke tight. and then eat a bunch of food. <laughs> it's and then tight. It's all good. Hey, my one example of that, real quick. I know you're trying to get out of here. No, nah, he's got to stay. We were we were in Vegas <laughs> one time I'll on turn it off right now. I want to say I want to say it was 08 um, when we partied our hardest. We were at the Hard Rock. Hard Rock, you know, the bar we, where we always kicked it. When we ran up uh, Maverick's bill, the bar bill was over $1,000. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> Is that well, the time? Uh, this this oh. was 08. I don't, I don't oh, remember. Oh, yeah. We were waiting for a long time for whatever, but I there was, I think, like in the restaurant, there was a long wait or something, and then we just got seated, and we ate a bunch of food earlier, and we were like, okay, we're going to party for the rest of the night. And I ate... I they had a, like a black bean burger, so I was pumped. I ate that and a bunch of fries and chips and guacamole, and I did fucking. I was in pain, and I was at the bar like, mm, um, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, 
and I just fucking hurled my entire meal. So you could party? Yeah, I actually gagged myself. I was like, I can't possibly function with this much food. Oh, that's that's, that's the only time I've ever done that for the sake of drinking, and it it sure did work. I like that because I got, I fucking black. Hey, I time traveled. I like night. that. Hey, welcome I like, to the that's club. a good move. Time, time traveling. No, I've Josh, you know what shit. I'm talking about though. When we like we. Uh, Esther showed up with that Maverick card, and we yes. like had this one hundred percent. Our twelve dollar vodka Red Bulls. <laughs> our no, but our bill over and over. There was only a couple yeah, of dude, us, it, and our bill was, was like in the thousands, th- multiple thousands. <laughs> That's yeah, what yeah. the label's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just <laughs> That's said, great. "All right, cool." Remember that time, uh, and we were in Vegas, and we they like someone gave us that VIP room, but you had to buy one bottle, and it was like five thousand dollars for a bottle. We just peaced out. No, yeah. We didn't realize it. We just bailed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see you later. Ah, yeah, yeah, cool. VIP. This is VIP. Never mind. <laughs> nah, yeah. fuck this. Yeah. Last thing. Last thing. Uh, th- what we do, uh, and we go to Japan. We do that um, club, New Lex, where we do the VIP thing there, yeah. whatever. Where they, they, it's the shit. But what I like even better. What I like even better than that is like the fucking anti-VIP. I like when we go to the gas station and get beers and just walk around. Yeah, that's way cool. Yeah. That's way cooler to me <laughs> to me than the club. Even when they pay you to go to the club, I would still rather just walk around Japan, fucking popping beers, just just with just no destination, just walk around. That's the best yes. shit ever to me. I love Start it. Start off with a couple strong zeros. Do, Feel like get Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. God, yeah, Anthony Bourdain with a with a Bartles and James. Yeah. Essentially. Remember that one night we uh we were like by all those we were in Hiroshima, Hiroshima, Hiroshima. Like Hiroshima, by all the yeah. yeah, and we like we're sitting outside at nighttime, middle of the night by like some of the monuments and shit, just drinking. Was yeah, like, man. That was fucking that, awesome. That river. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, awesome. we were at a cafe that was literally in the spot where the atomic bomb went off. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's heavy. That, talk about fucking experiences in life. Holy I just shit. talked about that the other day with somebody where they were talking about something, and I was like, hey, imagine being like, you know, seven, eight tall white American dudes walking through the Hiroshima, like, museum, and then, like, there's, like, a, like a school group of, like, Japanese kids comes through and, like, sees us. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's, I feel real bad right now. Dude, you walk in, and that's there's weird. that tricycle that's, like, yeah. melted. yeah. Oh, dude! Literally melted. Oh, yeah. God. Well, they also they also had melted mannequins and stuff too. So that yeah, made that it even yeah, more. They like, don't they don't fuck, fuck around, dude. Yeah. yeah, but dude, I'm gonna say this though: all the guilt that we felt, I'm glad that we felt it, and that memorial is there to make us feel that. And I feel like a better human for having experienced that. And I think we all should. I don't think we should feel ashamed. I think we should feel like we we got something from that experience. And I know we've all told other people that I, I tell the story of going to that museum. Multiple times a year to multiple, you know, like new people in my life, yeah. and I feel good about it. it yeah, I feel like every human good. on planet planet Earth should go to a muse- go go to there <laughs> for sure. Go go to there. I gotta go. You guys can keep talking, but I'm going. Everybody's asking me why I'm not at my party yet. So hey, shut up, Dan. So let's I gotta go, go to there. You guys go keep talking. Party. I won't turn this off, but you guys go. Let's peace out. Let's call it. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, go to patreon.com slash story of the year and support this podcast, please, because it's a big part of our band, not just the podcast, it's everything else. And if you've been listening to the live streams, you've been reaping the benefits. I'm reaping all the benefits of that. And we thank you for your support. Uh, my name's Adam. I'm Ryan. Josh. Dan's there somewhere. He left, though. <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, again, uh, we have one more live stream, Page Avenue. You're going to – it's tonight, right? This comes out Friday. So, the, yeah. The, you're, when you're, you're hearing, hearing this – You're hearing this, and then this evening it happens. Yeah. So for the price of, like, two fancy coffees, 
you can watch us throw down our first record, the seminal album, Page Avenue. GoSignal.co will get you the tickets and the merch. There's not a lot we can do. Like I know like millions of people have been like devastated by the pandemic, but the entertainment industry, not just the artists, but like lighting guys, crew guys, camera guys, venues. Camera girls. Crushed. Yeah, yeah, my bad. We've been crushed, man. So if you want to support some of the bands that you listen to in your Spotify feed, that's pretty tight. We appreciate it. So Real talk. For the price of like two coffees, you can watch us perform Page Avenue in its entirety, and we love you and thank you. Hey, and until next week, Josh Wills, tell them what to do. Suck one! <laughs> <laughs>